Hi everyone, Demetrius McRae here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. As we are in our season of healing, just so you know, we are worshiping on campus and making sure that our worship experiences are safe and sanitary. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy the message. He said, in fact, I want you to talk to my people this weekend about my favor. Well, Pastor John had no idea that I was going to preach on the favor of the Lord today and the goodness of God. We've been exalting so much that we've forgotten about God's goodness and favor to his people. So if you believe that maybe God might want to tell you something today about his goodness, can you open up your mouth and say, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready to hear anything you want to say to me about victory and breakthrough. I want you to look at one verse, Psalms 102 verse 13. I'm ready. Can you, can you stand for God to favor you? Can anybody stand to be blessed? Come on. I want you to look at verse 13. It says that you, O oh God, you, Lord, you will arise and have mercy on Zion. Come on, put your hand on your chest and say, that's me. Hallelujah. You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. Now, if you believe what you were just singing and you believe the word of the Lord, something ought to get down inside of you and say, yes, Lord, that is for me. If you believe the set time for your favor from God has come, I don't want you to look at the news. I want you to look at the word. I said, I don't want you to look at the news. I want you to look at the word. And the word says that you can have favor. Are you ready for favor today? I want to talk to you for a few minutes about the unstoppable force of divine favor. When it's God, nothing can stop it. When, when it's man, it's temporal. When, when, it's, when it's built on the precepts and foundations of the philosophies of men, it is temporal. But when God says it's time for favor, it doesn't matter what's going on on the perimeter. God can bring favor right into your life. I'm at a place where I need God's favor. How many of you say, Pastor, I'm at that same place. I need the favor of the Lord. Slip up your hands. I'm going to preach today. You at home do the same. Thank you for joining us. Father, release in this place hope, release joy, release peace. Let us know your favor in ways that we have known it before and beyond and we'll give you praise. If you're ready for a new anointing and new favor, one, two, three, make a little noise. Will you do it? All right. You can be seated today. I feel the presence of God in this place. I think God is trying to tell at least three or four people in this house something. How many of you are ready to hear about the favor of the Lord in your life? The Bible says here in the book of Psalms, you will arise and have mercy on Zion. It says here for the time to favor her, yes, the set time. Somebody say set time. 
the set time has come. I want to talk to you about the unstoppable force of divine favor. When God gets ready to favor your life, when God gets ready to bless you, here's the good news, nothing can stop him. When God gets ready to crown your life with his favor, I want to tell you, beloved, nothing can stop him. When God gets ready to favor your life, no devil in hell can stop him. And if you believe in the favor of the Lord, I want you to give God a mighty praise right now. Come on. Well, you know what? My notes have gone crazy. I can't even get the page to... There it goes. Let's see what happens right here. But I'm telling you, I'm going to preach it if I've got to wing it. Can I get a witness in this house? So while I'm working on this, if you believe in the favor of the Lord, can you help me up here, buddy? Something is happening here, but I believe in the favor of God. Now listen, the favor of God falls on hungry people. And the Lord spoke to me last week. He, he, He just reminded me of the dream that I had. He reminded me of the fact that it's going to be his presence that brings his favor. The favor of God falls on people who are hungry for the presence of God. And I am hungry right now for God's presence. How about you? If you're hungry for the presence of God, come on, make a little noise in the room right now. There are several different theological opinions concerning the text that I just read and and, and when it was written and the background behind it. Some have attributed this text and said this was written during a time when the Jews were coming out of Babylonian captivity. But as I really study this thing, I'm of the opinion with many Bible scholars and theologians that this is a psalm of David. And it was penned just before the Ark of the Covenant was going to be brought back into Israel and put in its place in Zion. It had been at the house of Obed-Edom, and David was in a desperate place. He was desperate for the presence of God. He was desperate for God's Spirit to rest on Israel. And so he wanted the Ark back because the Ark that had been taken away by the Philistines represented the manifestation presence of the Lord. It was the kabod, the weighty presence of God. And David was hungry for God's presence. Now, David had unlimited power. He had kingly authority. He had unspeakable blessings and wealth. And he ruled over everything that he could see. But even in this situation, he recognized that it didn't matter how much money he had or blessings he had or our power he had, our authority he had, he was nothing without the presence of God. He needed the presence of God. So just before David leads a praise processional, restoring the ark of God's glory back to Israel, just before this occurs, he begins to think. It's like the Lord gives him a preview of God's presence coming back to Israel, and something begins to well up in his soul. Something unparalleled and unprecedented was getting ready to come to Israel and he knew it and David caught a glimpse of the future and he said you will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her yes the set time has come I don't know about you but I'm tired of the drama of 2020
2020. I'm tired of depression. I'm tired of anxiety. I'm tired of problems. I'm tired of the news. I'm tired of COVID. I'm tired of division. I am ready for the set time of the favor of the Lord to come upon his people and us to rise up with the power and authority of the Holy Spirit and manifest the presence of God. David catches a glimpse of what it would mean when God's presence was restored. And he says in this text, he sits down and writes it and said, you will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. This had to do with God's goodness and David's faith. It didn't have to do with the condition of the nation. God said, I'm able to rise up and bring you what you need in a time when you don't even feel like you deserve it. Favor in the Bible is a powerful word, but if you define it in the Webster's, it means to satisfy, to prefer, to be generous, and to be gracious. Is there anybody in early service or online that needs the Lord to satisfy you? Come on now. Do you need the Lord to be gracious to you and preserve you? Man, I need that. I believe in this time of favor that God is going to raise up his church, that God's going to raise up people just like you and me to reveal the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Now, I want to tell you several things that happen during this time of favor. Now, how many of you are ready to hear about the goodness of God? Come on, we've been hearing about the badness of the world. How many of you are ready to hear about the goodness of the Lord? So the first thing I want to show you, when God's favor was poured out, David took back all the places that the enemy had stolen and he vanquished all his foes. Now remember, all this favor started when the Lord was in his proper place in Zion. And the church's job is to get the Lord in his proper place. Our job is to magnify the Lord. And when we get God in his proper place, you better look out. And the first thing that happened was that David took back all the places that the enemy had stolen through the years of strife and struggle and war and turmoil. Israel had lost many of the sacred places to their enemies. And their enemies had, in essence, robbed and ruined them. And their enemies were illegally squatting on land and territory that God had promised his people. And in this time of favor, David went into the enemy's camp and took back everything that was stolen. Now you can sit around and be depressed if you want to and act like God is not on your side. But I have made up in my mind every time that the enemy starts to attack, I am counter to the culture. I'm going to rise up and tell you that we serve a big God who is still sitting on the throne and it's time for the church to take ground. I'm not buying into depression. I'm not buying into fear. I'm not buying into doubt. I'm not buying into doom and gloom. But I am buying into the favor of the Lord and the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. So in a time when it looked like it was going to be a time of loss, 
If you study David's life, he actually enlarged his territory. And you better hear me. I'm speaking in faith that God's favor is coming on you. I said, I'm speaking in faith that God's favor is coming on you. And it's time for you to believe that anything, your joy, your peace, your hope, your victory, your prosperity, your ministry, your anointing, your breakthrough, any tie, anything the enemy has tried to sift from your life, that you're going to step into a time of favor and the church is going to be empowered by God to go into the enemy's camp and take back what the devil stole. It is not time for the church to shrink back. It is not time for God's people to cower in fear but it is time for you to rise up and say I'm taking territory I'm taking ground if you're ready to take ground make a little noise in this room David nullified the power of his arch enemies he overcame the Moabites the Ammonites the Hittites the Edomites even the dreaded Armenians the Armenians their their name literally means the high place that that is exalted and what happened was this when David began to exalt God above the trouble and exalt God above the trial the Lord gave him victory now I've got a word for you I'm believing and declaring in faith that favor is going to come upon us I'm not concerned and I'm not constrained by what goes on in the world. I am a child of God. And it's time for you and I to stop allowing the enemy to push us around. The Bible said in 1 John 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Greater. The word greater in the... In the original text, it means exceedingly larger and stronger and weightier and louder and older and higher in rank. Lord, that ought to get you excited. The one who lives inside of you is larger and stronger and weightier and louder and older and higher in rank. Y'all don't make me come down there. Bring that back so I can read it again. Come on now, bring it back. Exceedingly larger and stronger and weightier and louder and older and higher in rank. Exceedingly larger. The goodness of God is bigger than the badness of the devil. The presence of God is heavier than the depression of the devil and louder. God's goodness can speak louder in your life if you will allow it. How many of you can say, God, talk to me. Speak victory in my life. Bring it back. I'm not done yet. Y'all are moving too fast and weightier and louder and older. You know what that means? That means God has been good longer than the devil has been bad. You ought to take a praise break right there and like you believe that God has been good longer than the devil has been bad and of a higher rank.
That means your God outranks the attack of the enemy. Oh, I'm encouraging myself because I need this. I need to see the goodness of the Lord. Uh, the enemy's tried to steal so much from us in 2020, bringing confusion and anxiety. But the Bible said that when David got God in his proper place and position, that not only did he, did he, did he rise in power, but he took back what the enemy stole. The next thing that happened in David's life was David's family started being blessed. And many of his kids went into the ministry. Now, now, I got about three or four of you that are there. But if you study the background of this text, David's whole family started being blessed and his kids got hungry for the Lord. How many of you are ready to see your children and their children and their children get more hungry for God than they've ever been? I am declaring that my son right now is getting hungry for God. I'm declaring that my daughters are getting hungry for God. I'm declaring that your children and their children are going to get more hungry and desperate for God in this time of favor than they've ever been. If you want your family hungry for God, come on and give him a praise right now. I want you to get a hold of this. Many of David's kids entered into the ministry, and I don't know if you can receive this or not, but I believe that in the next season, as we move into 2021, that God's favor is coming so strong that it's going to rock our world. I don't want it just in my church, I want it in my house. Said so maybe some of y'all hadn't had the year I've had. I said, I don't just want it in my church. I want it in my house. I want it over my family. Those hard-headed children, those hellions, come on, somebody. I declare in faith they're not just going to barely get saved, but they're going to get saved. They're going to get sanctified. They're going to get baptized in the Holy Ghost. They're going to serve in the house of the Lord. Some of them are going to go into full-time ministry. They're going to rise up as intercessors. They're going to rise up as prayer warriors. They're going to be virtuous women and mighty men. How many of you can declare that over your daughters right now? My daughters are going to be virtuous women. They're going to be prayer warriors. My sons are going to be mighty men of God. If you can receive it for your family, come on and give God a praise in here. I claim that with you. We claim it for ourselves. Pastor Don and I have been fasting and praying and believing for ourselves. And the Bible said in Psalms 115, may the Lord give you increase more and more. Come on, not just more. More and more. How many of you want the blessings of the Lord, not just more, but more and more over your life? More and more over your children. He said, the Lord will increase you more and more, you and your children. The word increase there means to bless you again and again. It means that every time you turn around, on some level, you're experiencing the goodness of God.
Who can stand to receive a time of favor after all this? And salvation, not just for you, but for your children and their children. I'm declaring that my children will be blood-bought. I'm declaring that my children will serve the Lord. I'm declaring that no weapon formed against my children shall be able to prosper. So I declare the generational favor of God will rest on you and those that come after you. If you receive that, give God a praise right now. So David took back what the enemy stole. Number two, his family got serious about the things of God, got hungry for the things of God. Even his children and his grandchildren, that's what the favor of the Lord brings. Before you get hungry for stuff, you get hungry for God. Hallelujah. But see, here's what's powerful. In that time, David was blessed with increase. Now, I want to talk to you about increase. We need financial favor. Come on, make a little noise if you need the financial favor of the Lord in your life. We all do. But I need the Lord to increase me in ways that will give me victory over the attack of the enemy. I need the Lord to increase my joy, increase my power, increase my anointing, Increase my clarity. Increase my sensitivity. Increase my appetite for him. I want him to increase my capacity to be hungry for him. I want more of God. I'm telling you as we go into 2020, I am unsettled. I am unsettled just to get by. I am unsatisfied just to survive. There is something in me that says God's got a new thing and we need to be a part of it. We used to sing this old song that says Jesus has a table spread where the saints of God are fed. He invites his chosen people come and dine. With his manna he does feed. He supplies our every need. To the hungry calleth now come and dine. Come and dine the master calls. Come and dine. You may feast at Jesus' table all the time. He who fed the multitude turned the water into wine. To the hungry calls now come and dine. I'm telling you I have made up in my mind if there's more of God I'm going to have it. If I can increase in knowing him, I want to increase in knowing him. So David entered into a time of increase. David put God in his rightful position, and heaven responded with prosperity. David went from living in caves. He had spent much of his life in caves scratching out a pathetic existence and wound up in the palace. It was a season of God's blessing that came upon David and his household from the pasture to the palace, from rags to riches. Come on, God blessed him. And I have come to understand that God wants to bless his people. I still believe that God wants to provide for his people. Do you want your children to struggle? Do you want your children to be sick? Do you want your children to be broken and barely getting by? If, if you're good to your children, how much better can God be to you? How many of you can say, God, put me in a position in the next 12 months where you can bless me more so I can bless your kingdom more? If that's you, make a little noise right now. The Bible says 
to believe in the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. I've been praying. I've been praying for you. I've been believing that God's going to bless you with what you need. And God's going to give you more than enough. I've been declaring the favor and blessings of the Lord over your life. I look at 2020. And 2020 should have been a time when our church lost ground. 2020 should have been a time when we accomplished nothing. But you see, when we put our trust in the Lord, that's how we were able to finish a kid center that cost a million, three or four hundred thousand dollars. And we did it without borrowing a dime. We did it debt free. That's how we were able to start a brand new campus in Panama City that I was at Wednesday night preaching and it was packed from the back to the front with people. That's how we were able to bring in a campus in Wisconsin and make it a family campus. That's how we were able to acquire property in Orlando and now we've broken ground and we're building a brand new building right in the middle of 2020 because when God says it's time for favor it doesn't matter what the economy does it doesn't matter what the devil does it doesn't matter what COVID-19 does God is in control I need somebody that still believes with pastor that God is in control give the Lord a mighty praise I'm not going to debate you about the goodness of the Lord. I'm just going to testify and tell you what he's done in my life. I don't need you to try to tell me God can't do it because a man with an experience is not at the mercy of a man with an argument. You can't tell me God's not good because I know he's good. You can't tell me God won't bless you because he's blessed me. You can't tell me that God won't provide because I've seen him move the mountains and I've seen him make a way. Now, before I tie this up, I want you to give God a praise right now. So I want you to go into 2021 with a mentality that God is your source. So I need you to tell somebody on your row, just look at him and say, hey neighbor, say don't worry, be happy, don't worry. I said don't worry, be happy. If you believe God is your source, one, two, three, give him a mighty praise right now. Come on in your house. You laying in your pajamas in the bed, you ought to stand up and walk around your bed and say, God is my source. He said he will prosper. You know what the word prosper means? It means to rush in in the Hebrew, to break out, to cause to be prosperous, successful, and profitable. Now the Bible says that the power of death and life is in the power of the tongue. The Bible says, that's what your Bible says, that you will decree a thing and it will be established. So would it bother you greatly if I spoke over your life? Would it bother you greatly if I, be, if I just declared prosperity over your life in this way? Slip up your hands right now. 
I declare prosperity is coming to you in 2021. I declare that throughout the rest of this year, God will prosper you. He will rush in and you will break out. Hallelujah. He will cause you to be prosperous. I declare he will cause you to be successful. And I declare he will cause you to be profitable. If you receive that for your house, one, two, three, give God a mighty praise. Now watch, watch this, this all happened when God's presence took preeminence. And the Lord said to me, it is time to get people's eyes back on me. Get their eyes back on my presence. Get their eyes back on my glory. Not on a preacher, not on a politician, not on a predicament, not on a problem, but get your eyes on the Prince of Peace. Get your eyes on the King of Glory. Now, watch this. Number one, we know that when this occurred, when this presence of God was restored, David took back all the places that the enemy stole. Number two, David's family got underneath the blessing of the Lord. Number three, David was blessed with increase. But here's the fourth thing that happened. National revival broke out. I am declaring that America, the beautiful, is going to have a hell-robbing, earth-shaking, last days revival. I'm speaking it by faith. Listen, there'll be some that'll go to hell in a handbasket, but there are some that will rise up and say, pour your spirit out, sin revival. If you're in the revival crowd, come on and take 20 seconds and give God a praise right now. I'm in the revival crowd. I'm in the awakening crowd. I'm in the anointing crowd. I'm in the breakthrough crowd. I'm not in the fall away. I'm in the draw near. Are you feeling this word today? Is it life and hope to you? All the odds were against David. He was an unproven king. His land had been divided. But when God was put in his right place, revival broke out. I'm about to mess somebody up. But you better look at me in the eye and you can say I said it. Are you ready for this? Revival is not the government's responsibility. Revival is the church's responsibility. And I have made up in my mind, I'm going to be a part of a church that takes revival seriously. What happened? People started coming to God at an unparalleled rate. As they began to honor God, there was a resurgence of God's goodness in the land. And I'm telling you, I'm ready for revival. Twenty twenty has made me hungry for revival. All the drama, 
all the mess, COVID-19, come on somebody, all of it has made me hungry for revival. And I've come to tell you the devil is going to rue the day that he ever messed with us because there is coming a wave, there is coming an awakening, there is coming a move, there, there has to be, that's the only answer we've got, there has to be an awakening of the Spirit of God and I want to be a part of it. The Bible said in Habakkuk 2, 2, O Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. I see so many people talk about wrath is coming. Wrath is coming. Wrath is coming. Let me tell you something. I don't believe God's wrath is going to come on his church. I believe that in wrath, God will remember mercy. I believe God can pour his spirit out. And beloved, I'm calling a time of favor that you're going to have new breath. Come on. Revive means the recovery of breath. It means to bring new life. And I'm declaring over your family that God is going to do a new thing. And I'm declaring over Calvary that God is going to do a new thing because the time of favor has come. I'm declaring that our TV ministries, our radio ministries, our outreach ministries, our internet ministries, I'm declaring favor. I'm declaring favor over your children. I'm declaring favor over your life. The Bible says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion. What is Zion? Zion literally means the presence, the place of the presence of God. He said, wherever my presence is, that's where my favor's gonna manifest. He said, wherever my presence is, that's where my favor's gonna manifest. I'm gonna say that one more time. He said, wherever my presence is, that's where my favor's gonna manifest. Somebody just, somebody just give your address right now. Just say your address out loud. Whatever your address is, just say it. 297 North Beach Street. Y'all don't come see me now just because I said that. I want you to say your address right now. Just say it right now. Just say it right now. <sighs> so just say it again. Say it again. Make sure that the Lord heard it. Make sure the devil heard it. Make sure every demonic attack heard it and declare that the presence of the Lord rests at that address. The glory of God rests at that address. And the favor of God is coming to my house and everybody that lives in my house is gonna get under the favor of the Lord. Because the set time, somebody say the set time. The set time means the appointed time. It means the required season. God said, I've set this thing up. The devil may think he's winning, but I've set this thing up. Hell may think it's had the last word because of 2020, but I've set this thing up. I believe there's a revival set up. I believe there's a breakthrough set up. I believe there's an outpouring set up. I believe God is gonna turn this thing around. Come on early service. Come on nine o'clock. If you believe the favor's coming to your house, one, two, three, give the Lord a praise. Come on, don't. Let's just dance a little bit. Let's just praise God a little bit. That the favor is coming to our house. I'm not gonna live without it.
I got to have it. I was praying this week, and I said, Lord, where do you want me to go? He said, talk about my favor. Talk about my goodness. He said, turn people's attention in your church. I can't speak for everybody. It's not my job. But I can speak to you. I am going to lead this house towards God's presence. He is going to have preeminence in this place. If you forget my name, you will remember his because he's going to get all the glory. I need the favor of the Lord. I can't do it without the favor of the Lord. I find that when I don't have God's favor, that I feel discouraged. I find out when I get out from underneath God's favor that I feel like I'm constantly trying to find something out that will bring me victory when what would really bring me victory is just to stop and say, God, let me get in your presence. I've had times in my life, now not you, but me. I've had times in my life where I've been under so much stress that I got Google out. And I said, how do you have peace and overcome stress? I'm a preacher. I knew how to have peace. Take a deep breath, you know. It tells you all these different things to do. I knew what to do. Get in the presence of the Lord. And when I do that, everything seems to turn out good. Now, listen to this. If I needed old Pastor Anderson to do something for me, I happen to be his boss so I can tell him what to do. But if he was just a regular friend, which he is a precious friend, and I love him. He's our little baby-faced preacher. Come on, y'all. He's got him a beard, though. He's trying hard. I think he's been putting Rogaine on his face. Come on, y'all. But if I needed him to do something for me that he didn't have to do, but I was going to count on him to do it just because he cared about me, I would walk up to him and say, Anderson, could you do me a favor? And if he loved me, he would say, well, of course, let me help you. Huh. See, we, we've gotten it in our minds that God only gives us a favor when we deserve it. Some of you hadn't been perfect. Some of our faith has wavered. Some of us have struggled. But get in faith and believe that God is about to do favors in your life. Not because you deserve it, but just because he's good and he's kind. Everybody is so determined in times like this to exalt the rage and the wrath and forget about the goodness of the Lord.
David found himself in a situation where he said, it's the set time. Stand to your feet just for a minute. Hallelujah. I want to tell somebody it's the set time for favor. I sense it over in this section right now that the favor of the Lord is coming to your house. I just feel a prophetic moment right here. God said, get ready. That financial favor is coming. Supernatural breakthrough is coming. Hallelujah. Your children are going to break through. I need somebody that receives it right along with them. One, two, three. Make a little noise right now. But I just said, the Lord said, point right here and declare the favor of the Lord. So what happened to David when favor, when favor fell? Remember now, it's the unstoppable force of divine favor. Divine means it's from God and it's supernatural. So when, when favor fell on David, David took back all the places that the enemy had stolen and he vanquished all his foes. So raise your hands right now and pray this after me. Pray, say, I declare. Shout it out, say, I declare. Come on up, John. Shout it out. Say, I declare everything the devil has stolen, I'm taking it back. I'm taking it back. And every enemy of my purpose will be defeated in the next months. Give God a mighty praise. Give God a mighty praise. I said, give God a mighty praise. I give, give, I give God a mighty praise that no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. Give God a mighty praise that your sons are serving God in Jesus' name. Your daughters are walking in deliverance. The Bible says his family started being blessed and his kids went into the ministry. Can you raise up your hands and say, I declare, shout it out, say, I declare the favor of the Lord is coming on me and my family. All my children shall be favored. Now give God a mighty praise. I feel a breakthrough. I said, I feel a breakthrough. I said, I feel a breakthrough. Come on, the fourth thing, David was blessed with increase. Raise up your hands. I feel something in here. I feel something in here. Come on, don't you dare leave. I said, I feel something in here. Raise your hands and say, I declare. Shout it out, say, I declare. In faith. That increase is coming to my life. God will bless me. More and more. Me and my children. Now give God a praise. Come on. Come on. Now the devil says that we won't see an outpouring, doesn't he? The devil says that God won't move. But I believe that 2020 has been a setup for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost like we have never seen. Uh, open up your mouth, lift up your hands, and declare this. Say, I declare, I declare the favor of the Lord.
somebody around you. Tell somebody around you. Tell them, say, I'm about to get on the devil's nerves. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm about to get on the devil's nerves. Now get that same person. If you have somebody close to you, grab them by the arm or grab them by the hand and look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, holler at him, say, I have come too far. God has been too good. There is no way that I'm not going to expect his favor to manifest in my life. It's time. Nobody move for a moment. Oh, hallelujah. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations to your family and your children and their children and their children. May his blessings go before you and behind you and beside you all around you and within you God is with you he is for 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 you not against you he is for you he is for you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. He is for you. He is for you. He is for you. I declare that the Lord himself is on your side. I declare that the favor of the Lord comes upon you in this next season. I'm going to have Pastor Christian come and close out in prayer. We're going to receive an offering. But if you believe that he is for you, he is for you. Somebody put your hand on your chest and say, he is for me. 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 I declare that this very week, you're going to find out that the Lord is for you. I declare this very week that God is going to bring surprise favor in your life. I declare this very week cancer is going to dry up. I declare this very week that provision is going to be unlocked. I declare this very week that the enemy will lose ground and you'll take it. If you receive it, as Pastor Christian comes, open up your mouth. If you believe God has talked to you today, come on.
Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be a part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060, or you can give at calvaryfl.com give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also for you to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. Again, thank you for joining us.